Welcome to All Electric with Daniel Callow from EV Mojo. Good day, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Chris. How are you? Not bad. Now, um, of course, EVs, there's more and more of them on the road, uh, and therefore there will be second-hand ones available, and they're probably already available, and people are buying them. And uh, uh, you had a very good topic this week or this month, that is buying a used EV. So is it worth buying a used EV? Yeah, look, in the current market, uh, you know, where used prices are so close to new, um, you know, it's both yes and no. I think it's it's a value proposition has to be weighed up by the person looking. But look, the main benefit at the moment, particularly if you're buying something that's very close to new, is, you know, you're reducing your wait time. So to get an EV these days, you know, with supply constraints that are out there, you're still looking at six to 12 months. You know, some manufacturers are even past that. Um, so, you know, if you can get a used one with relatively low kilometres, you know, you can have it immediately. Um, you know, sometimes they're priced about the same. We're starting to see them priced a bit lower now than, you know, a more reasonable price. The prices are starting to soften a little bit. I think that's because, obviously, you know, interest rate rises have, have meant that, you know, available funds, you know, the average spend is, is lower, rates are up, so car loan costs higher so you know there's a bit more pressure around that um you know and a good thing is a lot of these used cars will have you know a warranty still for either four years for the vehicle but they'll still have the battery warranty which extends eight years from from new the other thing to consider is um when a new model comes out that generally a lot of people will upgrade so once people sort of go in the ev ecosystem they generally stay the statistics have shown that People very, very rarely do people go back to a petrol or diesel vehicle once they've gone electric. So um, if they got in, let's say, in 2019 with the Model 3 and, um, you know, with the Model Y recently being released, there's been a huge influx of people changing up to the Model Y um, for, for various reasons. Maybe they want a bigger car and thus, you know, there's a lot of Model 3s, earlier Model 3s on the market at the moment. So at the moment... You know, there's, there's a good opportunity to pick up a Model 3 at a good price um, simply because people have upgraded and, you know, there's, there's, there's a large number on the market at the moment. Now, previously you just uh, alluded to, to batteries. Now, I'm assuming battery health is important when you're buying a second-hand used EV. What should people look for with battery health and uh, that type of thing? Yeah, good question, Chris. I mean, yeah, obviously, battery is the main component of topic <laughs> in EV that everyone that everyone talks about. It's probably one of the areas of um, that has the most misinformation or, or, or lack of um, lack of understanding from people that haven't had an EV. Um, but definitely, when you're buying a used car, yeah, the battery is probably the biggest consideration. So, the older the car, the more um, you know, the more the more important battery health is. So if, you, if you're buying a relatively new used car, let's say, you know, you get one that's one year old, it's still got seven years left on the battery life, on the battery warranty, then it's probably less of a concern because any issues you can just claim under claim under warranty. The, the issue arises as you get closer towards the end of that warranty. You just want to make sure the battery health is, um, is of reasonable level. And the way you can do that is uh, with some vehicles, they may actually provide you with a, with a health indicator 
Um, but for most vehicles, you know, you would just calculate the percentage remaining um, on the charge when you go look at the car and then sort of calculate that to 100% and work out what the kilometre range is um, and then and then look at the specifications of when that car was new to see degradation. So, you know, a car that's five or six years old, for instance, might have a degradation, you know, close to, you know, 8%, 9%, something like that. If it's, if it's above, then there may be concern. Um, and the main things are just ask if the battery has ever been changed or any warranty work has been conducted, you know, with in relation to the battery. So some older vehicles we're seeing, like, you know, some older Leafs have been replaced under warranty with their battery. So you might be able to pick up, you know, a used vehicle that's eight or nine years old or, or thereabouts with a battery that might only be two or three years old. So that's actually a good value proposition. And, uh, you know, the main thing is how much warranty is left on that battery. I suppose that's the key to a lot of things, isn't it? How much warranty? Okay, well, what are some of the things that should be considered when buying a used EV? Some of the things we haven't already covered. Yeah, so besides the battery, um, what you want to do is you want to look at the specifications for that exact year and month. I think that's important. So, for instance, you know, if you take a Model 3, um, you know, the Model 3 from 2019 or a Model 3 from 2022, you put them side by side, they look exactly the same. So, you know, but there are vast differences underneath and, uh, you know, things like the battery specification, the range specification, the, the charging speeds, all that. So you want to make sure that when you're looking at something that you understand the specifications for that particular year and those specifications meet your needs. So whether it be range or charging speeds or any sort of um, features within that vehicle, uh, at that point in time, so uh, you know, some people might be alluded to the fact that you know a 2019 Model 3 may have a heat pump, for instance, but that didn't start until uh, 2021. So you know you've sort of got to understand where the specifications are for a particular year. The other thing is to you know ask does it come with particular charging equipment? Charging equipment can add up if um, if you need to buy it all from scratch. So you know does it come with a mobile charger? Does it come with the, a wall connector? Um, you know, does it come with, will you need an adapter to charge at public stations is another thing. So some earlier cars may have different charging types. So there's, you know, Chademo, there's Type 1, Type 2, you might need an adapter. Um, and also another thing to consider is some of the early Teslas came with the free charging for life. So, you know, that's a consideration to be factored in that can save you a lot of money over time. Um, if you were to pick up one of those early Model Xs or Model Xs, for instance, that um, that had the free charging, free supercharging for life. The other thing to consider is, you know, when you're looking at a vehicle and it's got particular features, ask the question, are any of these features tied to a monthly subscription plan? So, you know, you might jump in and go, hey, this is pretty cool, take it home and then realise, you know, there's a, there's a monthly fee to keep some of the features. And if you do get it inspected, be sure to use a qualified, you know, EV mechanic because they can plug into the car and actually see a lot of the statistics of that vehicle, one of them being battery health as well. So it's always good to um, get someone who knows EVs pretty well to look through it and, and give you the rundown on, you know, how, you know, if it's worn down or if it's got a lot more life in it or if there's been any issues along the line, they, they may be able to tell you. Daniel, we'd recommend anybody that's going to buy an EV, first of all, go to EV Mojo, because I think that's where uh, they can gain a lot of practical advice and practical information. How do people ex access EV Mojo? 
Yes, look, just jump on evmojo.com and uh, have a look around. There's some interesting articles and, um, and and stuff on there and just subscribe to the newsletter and keep you updated. Yeah, well, I think people, because this is a this is a new area that people just don't know much about, they really do need some professional guidance and EV Mojo would be just the uh, team of people to do that. So, Daniel, a very, very big thank you for the advice you give every month. It is really worthwhile, very practical. So thank you again. And I look forward to speaking to you in a month or so. Yeah, no worries, Chris. Thank you. It's been a pleasure as usual.